0: back dear listeners uh to another episode of anime was not a mistake it's uh, been too long it has been it's yeah. been a whole week we had to take a brief pause unfortunately not the first or the last yeah. of this month uh, as the doldrums of summer approach we have some life things uh that will force us to but we will always be back take uh, my life please to uh <laughs> you know Provide anime goodness. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think once the summer is over, we should be back on our regular uh, timed broadcasts. I I mean, I'm
1: not getting hitched anytime soon. (laughs) You know, Unless... But...
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, never mind. But, uh... Yeah, so, again, we, we thank you for listening, as always, mm-hmm. uh, even if we might have to space some of the episodes out this month, but... Uh,
1: we should still be on track to finish the Summer of Cyborg during the summer, yeah, if not the tail end.
0: Yeah, certainly by the solstice, I would think. We we will hit <laughs> solstice the... Solstice
1: of Cyborg didn't yeah. ring as well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we will. Uh, this I think this has been a very successful event, yes. I would say. Um, we are, I believe, on the pre-penultimate episode whatever that word is
1: Um,
0: and we got I think a pretty interesting batch of episodes Mm -hmm. here this is an arc that I only have a vague memory of Mm -hmm. so sitting here today watching it will be my first exposure to it in a long old time Um, and I'm interested to see how it unfolds And hopefully you'll all be interested to see our takes on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as always, with the two-week gap, do we have any anime, life, or video game news to discuss before we get started?
1: I have a few things, including that big thing that we saw yesterday, which I'm mm-hmm. sure will save for last for a discussion, but let's start with the simple things. Uh, first off, an anime that's been taking my heart, well, it's not an anime, but it's a musical, of course. Oh. <laughs> Second to anime is none other oh. than Schmigadoon on Apple+. Plus. It is a tribute to the golden age of Broadway musicals, the likes of Oklahoma, Carousel, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, um, the works, and it is a heartfelt reference where uh, Keegan-Michael Key, uh, that's his name, right? Keegan-Michael Key? Yes. And uh, Cecily Strong. Yes. Cecily Tyson? No, Cecily Cecily Strong, Strong. Sorry, wrong one. Cecily Strong, um wander into a magical musical land over a bridge and deal with their relationship and inhabiting a musical. Mm -hmm. I think it's quirky. There was a song about the vagina set to Do-Re-Mi from Sound of Music the other Mm -hmm. day. I think it's a heartfelt thing. It's made by people who obviously care about it. This cast is star-studded when it comes to Broadway credentials. You got Kristen Chenoweth. You got um, uh, Aaron Tiviet. Mm -hmm. Tiviet, I can never pronounce his name. But um, it's definitely... Something that's bringing me out of my currently crippling anxiety that's going on, of course. As I search for yeah. a new job and worry about that. But um, it's a it's good, and Julie Klausner's behind it. So what can I say about it? I think it's a fine watch if you enjoy of,
0: anime and mm, if you enjoy musicals. One of your fave, or some of your fave people, I think. Yes, Cecily Strong sings too because yeah, she because yeah. she she did that in SNL occasionally. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, I'm trying to think what I wouldn't have talked about in uh, the space of time that we have um dra- a new dragon ball super movie was announced dragon ball super i saw goku was cast a hyphen <laughs> superhero um so seemingly it will focus on on gohan with his sayaman persona mm. uh little pan is fine like she's she's, she's not all grown. she's not gt age uh. but she's like end of z age mm-hmm. which means that go ten and trunks might be time skipped to Uh, and it seems like Piccolo is going to have a more prominent role because they've hyped up the like his cute stepdad relationship with with Pan how he's like softened over the years Mm -hmm. and helping Gohan raise you know his daughter and everything seemingly we don't know we always Mm -hmm. hope for Piccolo development but we we don't get it a lot Um, but seemingly it will be focusing on that stuff I think they're doing something where it blends 3D and 2D animation. We will see how that turns out. Mm. Uh, it is sadly not the um, well-established quality people who did uh, the Broly movie, mm-hmm. um, and then parts of the uh, the the universe survival arc. Where <clears throat> I, I I know I discussed it when it happened on this podcast, mm-hmm. but. Uh, you know, they kind of simplified some of the artwork, gave them thicker lines so that Mm -hmm. they didn't look off-model as much, because Super was having a shitload of problems with that Mm -hmm. when it first started. Um, But seemingly, a lot of those animators have gone over to One Piece, so I cannot complain, Mm -hmm. because as I've sent you many TikToks, (laughs) they have stepped that shit up for One Piece. I have to hear that song one more time. You're going to hear Mm -hmm. that song. Zoom-a-zoom-a-zoom. Yeah, it's... uh, but courtesy of Queen not the famous <laughs> yeah. Queen uh, but uh, Queen the uh, Brachiosaurus uh, Zoan user on of the course. Beast Pirates um, has, a, has a rather jaunty tune but uh, again so I can't complain yeah. one love to another but I'm, I am just glad that we're getting more super content mm-hmm. and it I mean the manga has still been going on. It's had some very interesting story arcs in there. I don't know if we'll ever see those animated because maybe they're just skipping ahead to this new point in the timeline. Maybe at some point they'll go past end of Z. I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, so that that was announced.
1: Yeah. Um so I'm excited for you and mm-hmm. your DBZ, of mm-hmm. course. Um I'm trying to get back into anime. Um Like I said, this week is going to be tricky, but I should be back into anime, but I did manage to speed out the quickest gameplay that I've ever done in my life, Mm. 13 Sentinels, which I gifted to you, yes, and it was great. It was wonderful. I don't know how it was an underappreciated gem. I beat it all, 100% at everything, S-ranked the missions, then I passed the baton to you in hopes that I'll get the game that will change Dan's heart for the better. (laughs) Yeah, well, I did start it yesterday. Mm. Uh, Joro, yeah. the kaiju fan.
0: He he is a kaiju fan.
1: Fuyasaka, running with toast in mouth. Y-
0: yes. Yeah. So already two quality things. you will mm-hmm. have to pick your favorite of the thirteen. Well, he references. You know, it seems to line up with the. Godzilla when you get to Silva
1: Pan, <laughs> <Yaki-soba> Pan. <laughs> then I'll know.
0: Yeah, yeah. So mm. no, I, I've I've never played anything like it before. So
1: mm. it's Sur- like part, you know, novel, visual novel part. Uh, mech fighter
0: yeah from sky well in the visual style is gorgeous mm-hmm. like it looks like a painterly version yeah. of like battle network almost mm-hmm. when you're in the the visual novel parts and mm-hmm. then it moves into you know like obviously, the top down perspective yeah yep yeah. so i it's unique at the very i, I mm-hmm. can give it that so far you just
1: keep at it Dad.
0: Oh, of course yeah.
1: you didn't relate with the kaiju fan
0: i did yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right I, the I, mighty dimos I, yeah the mighty dimos <laughs> released in 1954 <laughs> Heavy on special. Ef- I'm pretty sure they got the date right for Godzilla too, because mm-hmm. he's like, ah, oh, Dimos versus Mechadimos, a hidden gem, mm-hmm. which I would assume, you know. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I agree <laughs> with that.
1: Very excited for you,
0: Dan. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um, And my last thing on the video game news is, of course, I've been playing The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, Mm -hmm. because Neo The World Ends With You hasn't showed up on my doorstep yet. Oh, no. But it'll come. Mm -hmm. Good things take time. And I'm enjoying The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles while we're at it. It's the two games in the Great Ace Attorney series, finally brought to the West. Um, It's charming. The first case had us dismantling a steak dinner and someone who was shot and or poisoned at Mm -hmm. that steak dinner. And we have our... You know, hero in the position of the guilty one, who's also defending himself in a state of law or mm-hmm. a court of law. Um, it's wacky, you know. That's yeah. why we play the Ace Attorney games, and of course, the one main person who you're talking against is like an English lady who looks down on the Japanese. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this game is actually like doing a good send up of the time period and like not afraid to address like the racism that existed during that time. I was like, good. oh, this is fresh and new, and now I'm on a steamship shopping solving my best friend's murder, so mm-hmm. it's a good time. Good, yep. yeah. Yeah, there's an escaped ballerina who disguises as a man and wields a pair of scissors and has something mysterious in her, her suitcase, her luggage.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I do need to check those out at some point, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to work through... Because my only video game news is that uh, I'm I'm obviously playing through Skyward Sword still. Mm-hmm. I put out that apology, or, well, you put out that apology artwork. I didn't draw it here. Um, you know, because I, I had just finished the first Tozies battle when I drew that. <laughs> I'm currently on the sand ship, mm. fighting the pirates. Um, I love it, as always. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we we all expected that. Yes. Um, Yeah, pr- probably probably my one of my fave Zeldas. Um, and, again, to reemphasize, holy crap, if you did not enjoy it the first time, the controls are much better. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I'm... You haven't raged. No, because, you know, there's just, without having to rely on, like, the Wiimote controls, you, you, it feels like parts are so much smoother to play through. Mm-hmm. Like, things where you would have to contort your body <laughs> into, like, bizarre Tentric positions. positions. You can just sit, you know, and in the palm of your hand you can just play it Mm. and it makes a lot of the faster paced things less frustrating because Mm. you're not you're just relying on your regular old gaming skills and you don't have to you know break your back yeah Yeah. Uh, so hurt your wrist so again i cannot again aside from it being a fave of mine I do sincerely recommend it to anyone who was hesitant, you know, and understandably so with Nintendo's track record of of remakes and re-releases. But I think this one puts a much needed coat of of polish on the base game. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, uh, dealing with stresses of my own, I've mm-hmm. I've taken to otherwise playing comfy platformers like Spyro mm-hmm. that. Remastered Trilogy, Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been working my way through Crash Bandicoot, Mm -hmm. the remastered one, Um, Ratchet & Clank, obviously... Uh, and I also saw, to my <laughs> shock and awe, yesterday, we are getting a tie the Tasmanian Tiger two pack. Dan just gets it HD. all, doesn't he? <laughs> well, when it comes to uh, you know, furry mascots, stupid uh, like GameCube <laughs> era game that I loved, and yeah, mm-hmm. like it was.
1: What's next, Tack and the Power of Juju?
0: I don't know. Well, I don't know where the Tack IP even. Nick. Ooh. Well, he could be in the fighting mm-hmm. game then. Which we also didn't talk about when it happened. Uh, that's true.
1: Nickelodeon has revealed a fighter that has changed our lives forever. I'm suggesting that Linda Ellerby on this podcast be added to the roster. Yes. Linda, uh, Linda Ellerby breaks the news, and you're back.
0: Yes. Uh, my, my pick was, uh, all that logo. Uh, uh, he plays like Pac-Man, yeah. uh, and he cycles through numerous Nick trinkets when you load his, like, the fruit attack, mm-hmm. so. Face should host,
1: there should yes. be an Olmec stage. Yes. If Oswald the Octopus doesn't get in.
0: We riot. <laughs> we riot in the streets at dawn. Kipper, uh, mm-hmm. we, we were, we were still The worm the apple. Because we're not striking <laughs> while the iron's down. hot. Yeah. But Powdered Toast Man is in, and yeah. if he's in, then the, the gates oper- are open. Yeah, yeah. so it, it, it. I don't know. Hopefully, it's not too floaty. But will though. there
1: be baby representation? Will I be able to punch Tommy Pickles?
0: I don't know. If Reptar is in there, who knows? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe they'll be resorted to like, stage hazards or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which you hopefully can turn off, <laughs> uh, but uh, who knows? Um...
1: Well, it seems more competitively viable than Smash anyway. Yeah. Even though some frames, uh, I think it's a fanboy and chum-chum seem a little broken.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I guess, uh, I mean, we're still eagerly awaiting for whatever the final Smash character is. Um, y- yeah, so. Yeah. At some point, the floodgates are going to open, and we, we will win. get fighting game news all around, but. Yes. Um, oh, and then, do you have any other news? I have nothing else. Um, my other... Tiny bit of news was that I I rewatched Transformers the movie for the Mm -hmm. first time in Mm -hmm. a long while, because I got that Blu-ray, I think, from Shout Factory, Mm -hmm. finally came in.
1: Had an episode on Nightcaps of the Theater about it.
0: Yeah, no, Mm -hmm. that's why I uh, figured I'd bring it up. Mm. Uh, Very 80s, Mm -hmm. a lot of death. (laughs) uh, Screaming children, Transformers
1: that transform into
0: pointless things, dumb dinosaur robos. Starscream reaching his peak, (laughs) where I betray you What's the matter, Jonathan? Feeling a little sick? And then I throw you out of the... Yeah. Even though you're still alive.
1: Mm-hmm. And then you get <laughs> eaten by a giant version of me and come back, or at least get possessed. No, you get eaten yeah. by the giant version, and then yeah.
0: come back voiced by Leonard Nimoy, <laughs> which had to sting, but, uh, mm. you know, I am the king. mecha any, <laughs> Does anyone have any words of protest? And then, you know, Galvatron did. Doesn't someone get shot in the head in that movie? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Optimus remember.
1: dies before our eyes.
0: Yeah, Optimus dies from his wounds. Yeah. Um, after he, like, uh, I don't know, like, volleyball spikes <laughs> Megatron off of, like, a, a high ledge, mm-hmm. which somehow is enough to all but immobilize Megatron. Uh, Breaks
1: his mecha spine, Dan.
0: Starscream just kicks him. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of, like, uh, Eric Idle as mm-hmm. Rekgar speaking incomprehensible British mm-hmm. gibberish that he learned from TV. Um, but no, it's extremely 80s. It's got, you know, everything about it. Holy shit. It, mm. it, yeah, so. I do recommend... I'm surprised that, that that release didn't have more...
1: pomp and circumstance?
0: Yeah, like, it, there's <laughs> not there's no... There are no special features on it. It's mm. just, like, I think an optional audio commentary, and mm. I was expecting, you know... More. A little more yeah. stuff, but, you know, I'm still happy to have it in my collection, but mm-hmm. it was... I mean, I can only assume that most of the records of what was going through their minds at that time is lost Mm. to the ages, but who knows. Mm. Um, But do you want to move on to the big one?
1: The big thing happened, Dan. Our two years hence have passed, and Mm. we finally saw The Green Knight, David Lowry's The Green Knight, and it was a religious experience for me. It's everything that I ever wanted. It hit me at just a particular time. I know people are going to say it's pretentious. It's not going to go over with the fans as favorably as I would have wanted, but the critics seem to like it, and I understand why. I think it's a very mm-hmm. faithful adaptation. It's beautiful. It's a lot of showing, not telling, which I enjoy in yeah. cinema. Um, it is two and a half hours, and it does feel like two and a half hours. But I'm—it's so much to think about. It there's a lot of layers to dissect. It will probably be, if not my top five films, it's definitely my top two. A twenty-four with the witch.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I would definitely rank it probably my highest A twenty-four at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it and it could be easily within my top five movies in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, ironically, you know, either fitting in alongside or replacing Promare in that ranking, because uh, another movie you introduced me to. But mm-hmm. uh, this it, it was a fantastic movie, yeah. fantastic, like it was everything that I wanted from it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't I don't want us to sound like cinema snobs, yeah. but I I. I don't know. Like it didn't. It didn't even feel pretentious to me. Like no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a problem. Like obviously, don't don't watch it in front of the kids or grandma. Well, but there's it, one yeah.
1: scene that's like oh, but I mean that's in yeah. the subject material. Yeah. So that's like kind of the point of the the thing, and you'll
0: know the scene we're talking about if you see this film. Yeah. So then it's um, I mean, it's not even that be- like it, no it, yeah it's it,
1: like humanistic. That's all I could say about it. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I should sound more excited, but I'm currently at, like, a five with my beta blockers on, so... Of but course, I, of course. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoy this movie, and, I mean, we'll bring it to the podcast, probably, yeah. at some point, undoubtedly, and I'll spew at my medieval theater knowledge, and Dan will be like, "Nice."
0: <laughs> well, yeah, well, well, and also, like, th- that whole aspect of it, in terms of, like, the, the, the myths of, like, Britain mm-hmm. and everything, was just perfectly done. Yeah. The scene with the giants was awe-inspiring uh the raccoons are giving me a look uh the uh (laughs) saint winifred saint winifred Mm -hmm. just how how the green knight moves and looks and as he moves they filtered in like the sounds of trees swaying Mm -hmm. so you know literally as he walks you hear like a a forest Mm -hmm. rustling through the wind and Again, I don't know a lot about technical shit when it comes to movies, mm-hmm. but that all of that sound stuff was pulled off perfectly. Yeah. Like you're, there's dripping a lot of dripping of water on the axe, y-
1: diving into the the lagoon, yeah. the lake.
0: Dripping of water, you know, walking through the woods, mm-hmm. the rocks, the you know, the, the the Green Knight's movements, everyone's movements, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, light. It was just uh, what, what little I know was a simple. New Jersey boy, I think this was a technically outstanding movie.
1: We got one of the best monologues in recent memory. The vertigo will overtake your sword and battlements, and yeah. what then? Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. No, oh, it was it was great. Mm.
1: Enjoyable, yeah. thoroughly worth the wait. But the people behind us didn't seem to think so. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. At
0: least they weren't loud.
1: Yeah. Well, there was only like eight of us in the theater. Yeah.
0: Well, still, I mm-hmm. I just that, that like, as theaters have reopened. I just... Every time I go in, I pray that mm-hmm. it's not a bunch of youngins who are very pissed off that they have to see a movie. Yeah. And that's an old... That, that's an old man yelling at clouds. Take mm-hmm. from me. Another I know one. that. Yeah. I got your stamp card. I Yeah, should get out my... my <laughs> one more
1: and I get a free Wetzel.
0: My, my walker and my, you know, a little, uh, you know, Trilby or whatever, you know, but <laughs> I like quiet watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. why I
1: didn't speak. I barely
0: spoke during it. Um... But no, it was, yeah, a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Sincere recommendation from us, yep. I would say. Yep, yep,
1: yep, 100,000%. But it was a, a great cap, so much that I saw it twice in two days. And I would gladly go see it again if offered.
0: No, you know, and, and compared to, you know, the the stretch... I mean, I, I, we've both seen some good movies yeah. since the pandemic time started. I mean, obviously Demon Slayer, and, and mm-hmm. I enjoyed Black Widow. Mm-hmm. But from the Green Knight, we have other... We, we have Belle coming at some point. Yeah. Uh, the other one around Christmas that you were talking... Oh, House, Candyman. Oh, I was like, House of Gucci. Candyman's
1: August. House oh, of Gucci oh, is okay. November.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so we'll be seeing
1: Candyman. House of Gucci, obviously. House of Gucci. But I am fair. Tap, tap, tap. Power. Gaga was supposed to emerge, as Dan has informed me. I mean, uh, TikTok has informed me. She was supposed to open the Olympics dressed as Mario. It would have been game-changing. Yeah, from would a have pipe. broke the
0: space-time continuum. From, from a warp pipe, she was supposed to... I
1: would have never let that die.
0: No. No. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine Gaga emerging dressed and all the the backup dancers are dressed as other like toads or something. Well, it can, it can only be toads because we yeah. not can, we can't make original, but be a lot of toads ba- dancing. It would
1: tie her one step further into my life
0: essentially in the background of the so. Mhm.
1: But overall good week for stuff to talk about. Yeah. But bad week stress
0: wise, so I'm glad of we're course. here. Yeah. Well, no. And and as always um uh, my my worries in life are a little more uh minute uh, mostly my own stuff but coming here and doing this podcast as always is mm-hmm. a stress release I think for both of us mm-hmm. it's something we love doing uh, I look forward to it every week so as you it, should you know, if you're <laughs> if you're here with us then thank we you. thank you yeah because uh, this means a lot to us and we got we got big plans uh for the future mm. so even, even after our summer of cyborg ends uh, a new era can begin in the fall um, so if you approve I do have a tangent a tangent this is uh, I figured we would have some meteor news to discuss yes so it's not this isn't going to be a, a hugely in-depth or philosophical tangent good but um, similar to the last tangent I did I want to guide us down a trip uh, <laughs> nostalgia lane. <laughs> And today we gotta talk about time travel.
1: Time tra- Oh, appropriate that we're, um, you're playing a certain video game right now then.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, in more ways than one. Because mm-hmm. I keep in mind, in Skyward Sword, you gotta activate the time Can you believe stones. me that I was dumb enough to fall for that twist
1: the first time? And then I went, oh, it was right here the whole time and I felt like a dummy. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna spoil it, yeah. but I was like, man, I'm dumb. Yeah.
0: <laughs> They gotcha.
1: <laughs> and I can't believe Skyward Sword of All Things got me.
0: <laughs> Sullied your honor. Uh yeah. but uh but obviously time travel is a, a major trope. Mm-hmm. Um I would say trope. I don't think it's become a cliche because it it's not done the same across the board. Mm-hmm. In so in fact it's done different in almost every media. Yeah. 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 I got a few clunkers to throw out at you. Um <laughs> You know, so obviously the big one that comes to mind first is is Dragon Ball Z mm-hmm. with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the the Trunks saga yep. where he comes back and um, you know obviously he has to Scootie stop Puff. the androids yep. Yep. and you know the Gives butter Goku,
1: who's his heart medicine
0: yeah the uh, <laughs> the butterfly effect kicks in mm-hmm. and that ends up with cell awakening and uh, and it also established for DBZ that they cannot create. They cannot alter history. Every time Trunks' time travels, he has to pinpoint onto what timeline he's going to, mm-hmm. and if he changes anything, it branches and is no longer his future. Mm-hmm. So Trunks is quite literally altruistically going yeah. back and trying to save this timeline from meeting the same fate.
1: And they don't over-explain it, which I enjoy. No. Yeah.
0: No. Um, and then, with that, it actually comes back uh, in Dragon Ball Super with an arc that I loved it seemed to piss a lot of people off but I enjoyed it with uh with Zamasu yes. who is a uh a, a Kai in training from another from one of the several branched timelines <laughs> that has been created
1: the north northeast
0: Kai
2: yeah and he
0: he is kind of pissed off that that like Goku and his friends have been allowed to not only gain as much power as they have but have literally created alternate histories because of you know time travel and such mm-hmm. so he goes to prune all of that stuff and uh you know has a whole thing with himself from another timeline and it's fascinating but i i i really enjoy the way db has handled uh time travel because mm-hmm. it took it took a while for young me to figure out what was going on but it uh i think it's i think it's one of my favorite examples yeah and if is you, that
1: along the lines of the question? What's my favorite example? Yeah, well, ones that stand out. To you. Oh, yeah. well, How I've got a list. The two favorites—one we've seen on this podcast, *Puella Magi Madoka Magica*, mm-hmm. and uh, the second is definitely *Steins Gate*. Uh, interesting, I think they're both written by Gen Urobuchi. So mm-hmm. time travel is kind of his thing. Um, I just think it's handled in a well-executed way. I don't want to spoil things, but like if you haven't seen either of those, check them out. If you're a fan of time travel, that's it done right. And the worst time travel I've ever seen belongs to my favorite game franchise, (laughs) Kingdom Hearts. Now, as Dan has seen in the Kingdom Hearts Ultimania, (laughs) there is an easy-to-follow diagram that expands... A huge poster on the timeline for the series. Yeah, and you need a master's degree to understand what's going on.
0: I yeah, I had to break out the big British uh, like magnifying oh glass my and like, gosh, where, where, where am
1: I? <laughs> Kingdom Hearts doesn't get into time travel until halfway through the series, and then they try to explain things and shove things in. But the basic premise is, you can time travel to a place you're already at but you'll exist as that person and won't remember what you did. Then you'll go back and you can't go anywhere else unless you have another version of you in that same timeline that you could shift into. It is the most overly done and complicated shit. Mm -hmm. It's like anime logic, but bad anime logic, because we just pointed out a few good anime examples of it. But, I mean, I love it. It's stupid. You don't follow that for the time travel thing, but it definitely is a turnoff for those not invested in the series. Yeah, yeah. Um, Another time travel that's done well, it might be a little confusing, is currently you're playing 13 Sentinels. Not going to spoil anything, but Mm -hmm. it may or may not be involved. I don't know if you've caught on that things aren't chronological. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're playing the game in a... Non linear way with yeah. pieces of the story getting, you know, thrown well, into.
0: yeah, I've picked up on, like, on, like, and I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really like that ensemble method mm-hmm. to it. Um, one of the things, not technically an anime, but I thought of it when mm-hmm. I was thinking about this, uh, when Danny Phantom did it, um, Danny Phantom had the Ultimate Enemy uh, movie event. Mm. where a tragedy in Danny's future causes him to turn into pretty much the destroyer of of everything. Mm -hmm. He uh, rips his human half from his ghost half. The ghost half goes berserk (laughs) and basically conquers most of the planet. And all of his friends, like the friends and loved ones that he has left are fighting through this post-apocalypse that he has created and they gotta try to send someone back to Mm -hmm. stop him. And I... I don't know, because it's Danny Phantom, it's Goober. But it was but, good. Yeah, it yeah. was, like... We was, all watched
1: Danny Phantom, and we're happy to see him.
0: You know, there's, like, the whole thing where he's he's fighting him, and Danny is, like, going through a, a, a teenager phase where he's, like, dealing with anger and mm-hmm. how he solves problems and everything, and, you know, his evil future self is like, I'm still here, which means you still become me, so... Mm-hmm. And then, but then Danny rejects that, and he's like, no, I... I can become whatever i want to right now and it's you know i thought for whatever reason that that episode arc whatever always stayed with me Mm. so
1: um in thinking of movies of course we have back to the future the one that does it well a soft spot in your heart and then matt introduced me to the movie primer which was like the best Mm -hmm. it's like complicated scientific time travel But it's the best I've seen it done in a film. And, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to say anything beyond that. But I remember I was, like, sitting on the edge of my seat trying to piece together this mystery. And it, like, pieced itself together in the end in an effective way. I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Yeah. So, like, if you're a sci-fi time travel buff, check out that movie.
0: Yeah. uh, Life is Strange? Life is Strange. Technically
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Not <No-y. laughs> Oh This bitch got her foot stuck In the railroad tracks again It's like hell, Dad <laughs> Dad I was shooting bottles And I got one in my eye Oh no <laughs> Oh that's coming soon Maybe that'll be our first Let's play together If things don't pan out Yeah <laughs> Motion the game <laughs> and I can colors. hear you snark me
0: <laughs> From the sofa Yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I, mm. uh, again, figured I, figured I would bring up time travel yeah, to see what we, fun. uh, I know, wouldn't the, do it if given the chance. No, I'm trying to think if what, like i like, uh, like the one cartoon network show, uh, time, time force, time force, yeah. uh, power rangers, time force also, mm. um, I feel like there was some, no, Liberty's Kids wasn't time
1: travel. Ah, Liberty's Kids. That wasn't.
0: Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't time, was time you know, travel for me. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, they, they didn't go back in my time. My friend Martin. Were, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's yeah. Sherman, Sherman and Peabody. I guess. Oh my god. The greatest anime. But yeah, I mm. figured. I figured I would. I would broach the subject of time travel. Mm-hmm. Um, just a Digimon the movie. Yes. Go back. Go back. Yeah. Dan
1: yeah encourage the cowardly dog return the slab even though it's not time (laughs) it's the mummy's curse well he he
0: oh no that's not time travel Mm -hmm. i was thinking the episode where he almost saves his parents from getting blasted off in a rocket Mm -hmm. or he does yeah that's a triggering episode yeah we can't talk about that yeah that was a sad one i repressed that one um but yeah I'm trying to think if there were any other anime examples that I'm not.
1: It's in everything, damn. Yeah,
0: at least I mean, most of them have done it once. Yu-Gi-Oh's gone
1: back in time. <laughs> he has
0: <laughs> to fight himself. He yeah, had. That's right. <laughs> Pokemon does with with Celebi or the Onion Fairy, yep. so that
1: Onion Husk is there.
0: It's a Wonderful Life will deal with time travel. <laughs> yeah. Also, well, yeah. yeah. So, I mean. Uh, with that in mind, Is carrying, carrying those, on? yeah, carrying those things forward. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to roll out the drawing board, <sighs> Bad Future Edition. Oh, no, I don't. Uh, today, the drawing board. He has a. He's not looking so good. He has a rather post-apocalyptic look to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's rusted over. Parts are missing. Yeah. There's a lot of iron piping. He hasn't been drawn on in years. Uh, <laughs> the little Rotom head has like a Mad Max helmet on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Seemingly, uh, we have both died. Uh, the raccoons have gone inert without us. Yeah,
1: they've gone into stasis. Yes. Uh,
0: <laughs> so the podcast cannot continue in this future. And we've um, emerged yeah. suddenly yeah. back, our clones. Um, because there, you know, there is hope, uh, because Grant has left for us plans for a time machine.
1: And Grant's watching Drag Race, too, which would bring me back to life any day of the week.
0: Yeah, so that could be the light that <laughs> Yeah, that, that brings he, me yeah, back. Yeah, the light spurned. that needs to, to cast them back. Um, you know, uh, presumably it's within his wheelhouse as a space person. Yeah, he can, I mean, he he can, can build also that. have the power of yeah. So there is a hope that we can right what once went wrong mm-hmm. and save the future. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? <laughs> Um, So, just to to pick up where we were two weeks ago, since the defeat of the Mythos Cyborgs slash the Greek gods, we've been following the Zero Zero Cyborgs on a series of bizarre adventures, Mm -hmm. uh, with a decent amount of character development and backstories included. Uh, We've received a few clues that Black Ghost is still active, and that they may have more complex goals beyond just war profiteering. Mm. Uh, So, whereas that was kind of their shtick up until, as far as we knew... They seemingly have wide-reaching existential goals that they they are after. So today's episode, you know, this batch of episodes comprises the entire Mutant Warriors arc, otherwise known as the Psychic Assassins arc. Uh, Episode 38, the last episode that we left off on, explained Dr. Gilmore's past with Black Ghost and the history of the Zero-Zero Cyborg Project. We also received a tiny bit of backstory with 001 slash Ivan Whiskey slash uh, Ivan Asimov. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think even in this version, they still just, they go with Whiskey. Yeah. So, um, who was shown being operated on and manifesting his psychic powers for the first time, which was the first time we had seen any of, of one's mm-hmm. history, uh, besides him being a baby.
1: And the intro with his weird clock thing.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it was also established that Black Ghost was dabbling in a wide variety of scientific fields in order to create powerful weapons. We get a brief scene of test subjects using telekinesis, similar to the men who stare at goats. Never at seen Bug. it,
1: but I heard bad things about it. Yeah,
0: it's not a good movie. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a fascinating premise that they squander on like a weird.
1: It's about like the military trying psychic out yeah. their soldiers, right? Well,
0: it's based on a uh, you know, real su- supposed mm-hmm. military project where they were trying to bring out people's psychic abilities. I think um I think it was during World War 2 or after World War 2. Yeah, no, after World War 2 and the the main shtick was that like level one, if you were initiated into it, you would put on like a, a head cage mm-hmm. and then tr- stare at a goat and try to either make it faint or mind control it. Mm. And then if you mastered that ability, you would be upgraded through the tiers uh, for other psychic powers. the mm. The movie has no fun with the premise; it it turns it into like a weird attempt at like a Coen Brothers movie. Mm. Um, so I do not recommend the film, but that is what I'm assuming they're they're referencing that kind of mm-hmm. military project, mm-hmm. where you have a bunch of folks and you're trying to, to get them to manifest psychic abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this universe, we saw one person at least did pull that off. Yeah, a few. Yeah,
1: Bending spoons, lifting cars.
0: Cr- yeah, crushing a car at mm-hmm. one point, so it, it uh, you know. But seemingly, you know, similar to Nintendo... Black Ghost scrapped certain <laughs> projects over the years to focus on other things. Mm-hmm. But we got we got shades of what they dabbled in with the cyborgs, the psychic stuff, the, the heart transplants, mm-hmm. the the medical things, so they had their hands in a lot of pots. Mm-hmm. So the Mutant Warriors arc follows up on this plot thread by pitting the Zero Zero Cyborgs against a team of psychic assassins. A few of the new characters we'll be focusing on include Dr. Gamma Whiskey <laughs> slash Asimov. Uh, Ivan's father and yet another former evil rival of Dr. Gilmore's. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was introduced in the previous episode uh, as a brain surgeon experimenting on 001 and then leaving after the baby revealed his psychic powers. If we recall, oh. um, Ivan started making objects in the room float in a threatening manner, yes. and then Gamo yelled at him to stop. He stopped, and then Gammo storms out. And he broke a window. Yeah. And that's, that's as far as we saw of, of that exchange. Mm. Um, depending on the adaptation, Gamow's motivations and morality differ. Uh, in this version, he experimented on Ivan to cure his son's terminal illness, mm. and he left when he believed he had failed. Mm. In the original manga, he experimented on his son for the sake of unlocking the potential of the human mind. So a more straightforward mad scientist, I want to... Uh, into the future. Yeah. So and, and then he... Coldly used his own son mm-hmm. as a means to that end, mm-hmm. maybe with the the brain disease as uh, an excuse. Yeah. Um, so uh, in the manga, he also beat Ivan's mother Ooh. and leaves her to die. Uh, but that scene was removed from the anime for being too dark. Though in this continuity, her fate could be the same. Mm-hmm. But the last we see of her is her being locked out when uh, Gammo begins his experiments. Mm-hmm. Um, there were other versions. There's like or other pieces of media where Gammo gets extra development. Uh, there was something like a the Arachne novelization mm-hmm. covered more of his character and kind of mixed his motivations together. Like more or less, his son's illness drove mm-hmm. him mad, mm-hmm. and he was unaware that um, the surgery that turned. Ivan into a cyborg, had cured his illness, which it has. Uh, the baby is safe, mm-hmm. but he is stuck as a baby. We will... If we didn't learn that already, we will learn that. He is he is trapped as a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but and it, and it adds, like, layers of... Like, Gamo's death is different, <laughs> depending on the things. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes he gets to go out with slight redemption. Mm-hmm. Other times, he just gets killed... Ironically, mm-hmm. so it, you know, it, it's an interesting thing here. Mm. Um, and then the next batch of characters are the Mutant Warriors. They are time travelers. Not the X-Men. Yes. <laughs> uh, from a future wherein Black Ghost uh, manipulated the world into all-out war, uh, they possess psychic powers similar to 001. Mm. Uh, a few notable, well, the team consists of Nicole, or N- Nicole. Nicole. Uh, the original leader of the Mutant Warriors, who was separated from the group while they were time-traveling, he acts, and this this is a key thing that I think we should probably take an interest in, mm-hmm. he sort of acts as a parallel to Joe, and his absence affects the other Mutant Warriors accordingly. Okay. So we think we have two groups of, you know, ad- uh, you know, adopted families... Mm-hmm. One has a Joe, the other has... (laughs) Lacks a Joe. The other one has lost their Joe. So it it kind of... I think it's supposed to create a parallel where we see what would happen. What could have been Ghost of
1: Christmas Future, Dan.
0: You know, so he is um, AWOL for for most of this arc, uh, but his fate... We we do see what happens. Um, Next is... uh, I wrote it wrong, but her name is Lena, not Lima. Or Lima. It's it's Lena. Lena. Yeah. I, I put I that was a typo. Um, so she puts on a cold facade, but is actually one of the most gentle and caring members of the mutant warriors. Mm. And Lena, I think, ends up getting the most to do in this arc, okay. uh, similar to Artemis okay. in uh, the Greek gods arc. arc. Yeah. Um, next is Phil, the youngest and most impulsive member of the group. Uh, he has trouble controlling his temper, and Lena is more or less like. They very much have, like, uh, an adopted sibling relationship. Like, she is the level-headed older sibling who tries to keep his temper in check. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next is me, a snarky and efficient young lady who is more or less the most level-headed member of the group. And I think she is the first one to suspect that something is off about their mission. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because Dr. Gamow Whiskey, spoiler, has them up to something. Hmm. But... Everything is not what it appears to be. Okay. Um, and finally, we have Cain. The biblical name, I'm assuming. Yes. <laughs> and and it, it does make sense. Yeah. Uh, he is... He very aggressively uses his psychic powers, but he has far more control and skill than Phil does. So he is the most dangerous member of this group. Mm. And seemingly, he is the second-in-command to Gammo. Mm. Perhaps the defunct within-team leader mm. with Nicole's absence. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think the only notable bit of trivia in Alteration is that Kane's anime design and, you know, overall actions correspond to a character called the Commander, Mm. who was in the manga. Uh, that character, he had, like, a Phantom of the Opera Mm -hmm. face mask, like, one, like, half mask thing, Mm -hmm. um... And I, I believe, and I'm not positive on this, so no one quote me, but he served the second-in-command role to Gamo in, in the manga, mm. in the story arc that this loosely adapts. Um, but then they, they cut him and merged his stuff into Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, things to think about today as we move forward. Again, team dynamics. Uh, you know, comparisons between the Mutant Warriors and the Zero-Zero Cyborgs. Mm-hmm. Like I said... Once again, similar to the the mythos cyborgs, you gotta think, okay, could this... You know, is this what would have happened mm-hmm. to our our main pals had mm-hmm. things gone wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, so keep that in mind. Obviously, think about, like, some time travel tropes, fate, destiny,
1: destiny hope, etc.
0: There, there are a few things to consider. Mm-hmm. Again, I have not... I only have a very vague memory and of And I've never arc. seen them. So, yeah. you know, uh, I'm interested to see what else is showcased here. But there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, if uh, there is a potential future where Black Ghost has pretty much destroyed the planet, obviously, they are still out there. They are a threat. Mm-hmm. And they do factor into Gamma Whiskey's motivations. So, whatever happens here... Clearly, their shadow is looming large, and they are going to have to be dealt with yet again. Mm. How, many old, how many times are we going to have to teach you this lesson, <laughs> old man? So, uh, any previewing expectations? I mean, I don't know. I'm expecting time travel with all the time mm-hmm. travel talk.
1: Um, I'm interested to see, because it's giving me, oddly enough, Teen Titans vibes when they, like, send Raven into the alternate future. And, yeah. Ooh. right. And, yeah, and she that's has right. to, like, you know, deal with her daddy issues.
0: Yes. Hmm. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Robin old. was Nightwing. It was yeah. that was a hell of a thing back. Then. <laughs> Dan, you were on the edge of your seat. I don't know how that didn't come up. Yeah,
1: no, I forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah, superheroes. Um, but I'm excited nonetheless to meet some new cyborg psychic assassins or just regular psychic assassins. I, don't I, know. I believe
0: I believe they are just regular people. They're just psychic I, assassins. They're just psychic assassins. Mm. Yeah, there's something. I believe they are no cause... giant
1: metal teams. Psych. Well, Assassins. yeah,
0: but we—I I know. I think it does get clarified because I'm assuming Gamo is arguing for the importance of telepathy over the cyborg program. Mm-hmm. But they're—they're they're mutant warriors, so they have been altered in some way. To, to so, I—I'm not sure, but we'll—we'll we'll find out. Mm. But I'm excited just because it's a new batch of villains seemingly complex motivations so mm-hmm. i'm i'm excited to get into it
2: mm-hmm.
0: so uh you ready to leap into the future well, i've got a hot tub time machine out back want to dive in After traveling through space and time to get here, we are back from our viewing of episodes 39 through 42 of Cyborg 009, The Cyborg Soldier. And I for one very pleased with this arc, as am I yeah, like
1: a little mini movie going on in here it 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 was yeah. yeah a trip through time that was just a jump to the left and a step to the right
0: yes <laughs> um but important for the plot so I mean I guess I, I why that's why it isn't a movie mm-hmm. you know there are significant plot developments here um or plot implications I suppose so uh. Any initial thoughts beyond that? I just or?
1: I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it but, and haven't watched these episodes ever. So I was like, oh, all right, there's still hope for the series, but I've got a bone to pick with you at the end of this episode. Well, yes,
0: yeah. but we will, we will cross that bridge. Something when we, you
1: were ready to thrust upon me.
0: Well, it, 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 it was fate that worked out that way. You cannot fight fate. No, I can't, <laughs>
1: unfortunately, as much as I would want to.
0: But uh, if you approve, we will get started. With episode 0039, The New Assassins.
1: Every time that's said, I think of, I am the monster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Legal assassin.
1: <laughs> Repo. The oh, genetic oh, opera. Oh, okay. Goal. okay yeah. Goal.
0: <laughs> Someday. Yeah, of course. Well, we got to do that movie. That's a sinister six. Not not enough people know about that movie. Uh, movie.
1: I think just the right amount knows about that movie. What if
0: it goes mainstream? Something alive? No, I just think
1: (laughs) we're protecting the generation (laughs) by not sharing the secrets of that film. (sighs) The Night (laughs)
0: Surgeon. So uh, we'll we'll get started. Yeah. Um, So. We are in what is presumably St. Petersburg, watching a statue crumble. Um, now, this is presumably set in the modern day, so this is not- this is not the fall of no. communism or anything, this is just no. another- like a, like a statue being taken down yeah. somewhere in, in St. Petersburg. In the present day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but it, it definitely is channeling those vibes, and I would assume if the manga had a moment like that, then it would have been true to life. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, a group of of old and dry, withered folks. I put are... a group
1: of trench coders. Yes. Well,
0: <laughs> they're trench coders because they're old and and, and dry. Um. And uh, you know, a little girl drops a teddy bear in the crowd, mm-hmm. and one of these folks goes to pick it up for her. But the little girl is very frightened by the withered, almost mummified appearance yeah. of this person. It's
1: all like espers and Akira.
0: Y- no, exactly. That's mm-hmm. probably literally what it is. Yeah. So. Um, so, back at the, uh, the beach bungalow... I put
1: Gilmore's Beach (laughs) Bungalow.
0: Uh, they are kind of ruminating over, like, a a series of clips about how Black Ghost is still active. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we get shots of, uh, you know... Well, no, actually, that's later. But they're, you know, they're saying, after everything that we've learned in the past couple weeks, months, Mm -hmm. clearly Black Ghost is still active. We need to figure out what to do, how to face them again. Um... So they encounter, uh, well, at Chang's restaurant. There's a they, familiar hair swoop. A very familiar. He stumbles hair in. Well, he, yeah, it's got, he's the, fittingly, he has the anime protagonist hair swoop. Mm-hmm. Um, an injured man stumbles into Chang's restaurant, uh, being able to explain that he's on the run from Black Ghost, so don't call the police or an ambulance or anything because mm-hmm. they'll find him. And then he passes out. Um, so they, they bring him back to, to Gilmore's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Gilmore is, as always, trying to treat him with his pocket watch and etc. And uh, before... He's just dehydrated. Yeah, and very tired. Uh, But before the man can Uh. can wake up and say anything, he is levitated into the air and strangled by some unseen force. Mm -hmm. He falls back to the bed, and what is said? Oh, the real mood enhancer here. Dr. Gilmore, is he okay? No, he's dead. (laughs) Just... All right. I'm a doctor.
1: Maybe he needs to work on his bedside manner a bit,
0: though. Um, but they, they don't know what, you know, has happened. Uh, but 003 does sense that a, a a ship that is very similar to the dolphin is in the area. It's the Black Phantom. Yeah. Well, yeah. Gilmore surmises that it's part of the same class of ship that the dolphin is. Um, and the boy has this tracking locket. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a ticket for a train in Saint Petersburg. Uh, those are the only clues. Yes. Interesting. If, if anyone has ever heard of the the Taman Shud case, the train ticket in the pocket of mm-hmm. an unknown individual, maybe they're maybe referencing that. I'm mm. not sure, but good 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 spooky stuff. Um, so they. Uh, Gilmore probably, like, immediately suspects Gamow. Yeah, we get, and should talk to 001. But they don't talk, so.
1: Could utilize him a bit more. They say he's sleeping, but at some points he's clearly not sleeping. Because yeah. he's talking to them.
0: He's just choosing not yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> to do anything. See how the game plays out here.
0: Um, but Gilmore does suspect Gammo, and we get a flashback to the scene from the previous episode of, of the baby manifesting his powers, mm. and then Gammo walking out. Um... They eventually converge in St. Petersburg. Where, mommy, look at that man's
1: nose! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no, it's a New Yorker. <laughs> and then is like,
1: they're looking at you, 005. Be like, no, they're looking at you, 002. <laughs>
0: you don't fit in. Um, but they're all kind of musing that, you know, is it possible that the enemy lured us to St. Petersburg on purpose? Yes. Because, <laughs> uh, you know... Based on how Black Ghost operates, they probably wouldn't have let that guy warn them mm-hmm. in the first place, so something foul is afoot. Yeah. It's a cyborg stakeout. You know, they, uh, they're in different parts of St. Petersburg, and a, and a telepath, or different telepaths call out to all of them. Uh, the one that calls out to 009 and 003, uh, you yeah. know, tells them mm-hmm. to go to this museum. Uh, the voice does reveal that they are there on the orders of Black Ghost, Mm -hmm. um, and they are given the ultimatum to either return to Black Ghost or die. Uh, We get, like, a little line that someone in the organization is still interested in your potential, Mm -hmm. so you would be, quote-unquote, welcomed back. Mm -hmm. um, But obviously, they do not agree to that. And, um, you know, 003 attempts to question this voice, but the voice says that she has no memory of, you know what her life was before Black Ghost. Yeah. So, some, something sketchy is going on. She vanishes, and then
1: they hear 001's voice tell them to all meet at a bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, all
0: the cyborgs meet at the bridge and
1: realize that this was a very simple trap yes. that could have been avoided
0: by just asking Ivan. Um, so, they, uh, yeah, they were lured together by someone telepathically mimicking the voice of 001. Mm-hmm. Rather simple ruse. Uh, I I know I know there's an insult thrown at zero zero two like uh like he um uh, what is it I just put that he gets constantly clocked on the nose here. Well, because yeah, someone someone makes a dig at him like we knew you came to this bridge to to start kicking ass. You didn't come here to talk mm. with us or anything like that. Or, or no one of, like one of you at least one of you is giving oh, off yeah. bad vibes yeah. enough that we can sense it a mile mm. away and then. 002 was like meh yeah (laughs) um so, 002 gets annoyed and uh, charges, but gets his, his ass kicked by... <laughs> a child. Yes. Uh, well, okay, because... They're posed in the moonlight for yeah, the...
1: cyborg, or, sorry, human psychic assassins.
0: Yes, these <laughs> these four psychic assassins are now seemingly restored to a younger appearance, mm. and, uh, you know, they got powers. <laughs> so, 002 gets, uh, gets his ass kicked. 007 briefly turns into the Dragon Quest Sabretooth, but is also... <laughs> He almost has his jaw I know, ripped, ripped open. open which uh, I, oh, ooh. Um, 005 does much better. Yeah. He is able to, like, make uh, Kane, the, the main guy, backpedal briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, 009 eventually engages in battle with Kane. Kane really likes to fight, and he explains that despite having psychic powers, they are all still facing mortality because their bodies are otherwise human. So, unlike the cyborgs who have the cushion... Of having reinforced bodies, um, Kane sees it as a thrill to fight like this—to mm-hmm. to fight another superpower being because he, he he clearly has a thing for like you know facing a deadly opponent. Yeah. Um, it's here that we get the flashbacks to
1: the failed attempts of Black Ghost. Yeah. And Kubikoro for no reason. Kubikoro. Yeah, who wasn't, yeah. as you said, a, a Black no. Ghost agent. He was against, I mean, it's assumed that Black Ghost put something in his head, but he was against them.
0: Like, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it was to save time in yeah. the episode, or conserve, mm. uh, or spend some extra time. Yeah. But their weapons are pretty much useless against the psychics. The blasters keep getting deflected or blown up psychically, um, I
1: smell something. Is it human? No, it's you, man.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Zero <laughs> we, zero five and zero zero eight.
0: We clapped. Yeah. So yeah, it was a good. It was a good uh, pun. Yeah. Um. So, zero uh, zero nine and Kane have a teleportation slash super speed fight. Mm-hmm. Um. With Kane matching Joe's speed using just his psychokinesis. Uh. So he's obviously very skilled at using these powers. Uh, Phil, the young, the youngin' of the group, yeah. and seemingly the most, like, tenacious, mm-hmm. um, is, you know, fighting with the group in general, but he suddenly seems to experience some great pain, uh, collapses from exhaustion and teleports away, and Lena and me, or Mai, My. sorry, come to his aid, he is rapidly aging, because he has seemingly expended his powers, mm-hmm. and they teleport away, um, Briefly, zero zero 009 and, you know, uh, Kane. Kane are fighting. Kane has researched zero zero 009, and he knows that eventually Nine's accelerator will run out of juice, and then he'll be just uh, a sitting duck, more yeah. or less. So um, that fight seems to be, you know, going south until zero zero 001 immobilizes Kane by putting pressure on his, his surgical, surgical scars. scars, which... Zero, zero, 001 notes they all, ha- like, the, the entire group seems to have, mm-hmm. as if they've been altered in some way. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, Kane is briefly, you know, immobilized, but the psychics decide to all retreat because Phil is in no shape to keep fighting, and presumably the rest of them will not be either. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, zero, zero, 001 comes to the same conclusion as Gilmore. That's uh, be my that, daddy. Yeah, that gamo is behind this. Mm-hmm. And I got to say I love the designs of the psychics. Mm-hmm. They're all good like sci like sci-fi looking. Yeah. Like um
1: I came with the red black hair. Yeah. Lena well, with her bouffant.
0: Yeah, well they stand out. Yeah. They they all are visually appealing like in my looks Has a the lot like 004 eyes. Yeah. yeah. And she looks like Sabrina. Yeah. Which which would lead me to believe again that game freak saw this yeah. because she has like the outfit and the demeanor and the hair so mm-hmm. who's to say but yeah. that that is my tinfoil hat theory yeah
1: and um we see dr gamo gamo repairing mm-hmm. the uh psychics or you know
0: well he's got them in tubes yeah and he's helping them regenerate mm-hmm. or helping phil especially regenerate into back into his younger yeah. moisturized form yeah <laughs>
1: And we get a new ending, yeah. which is just religious imagery, snow, yeah. a cross. I think the Virgin Mary, that's, like, cybernetic. I believe so, yeah. I mean, I would assume. Well, you would. You would and then Joe with a glamour shot yeah. in the snow. Go
0: well, and slip. A very <laughs> yeah. detailed Joe. Yeah. Like, more than he usually looks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, presumably playing into the darker themes that we are going to be covering.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so then we come to episode 0040 synchro Warp tuning, <laughs> tuning Leap. That sounds like a Yu-Gi-Oh card in a nutshell. I was just gonna say yeah. that. That's uh, the five Ds. Yeah. That uh, was the synchro Tuning and yep. whatever. Where us old folks something just... else Yu-Gi-Oh stole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, I saw that. Yeah, yeah but all right.
0: yeah, but I I could never comp. I never learned it. So,
1: uh, well, that's me oh, with Pendulum no. Summoning. Don't ask me how to Pendulum Summon. Word, <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs>
0: In my day, yeah, you would not have to follow the rules. Yeah, um, we could just summon whatever we wanted. So, uh, Gamma Whiskey, we get another flashback with him performing surgery mm-hmm. on zero zero one. And he's looking rough. Gamma. He is. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Erica could not, like his wife, Ivan's <laughs> mother, could not stop him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, we assume that her fate lines up with the manga, but we don't, we don't see that. Mm-hmm. Um, whiskey was desperate well this is being recounted by gilmore and and ivan Um, whiskey was apparently desperate to prove his theory and he was the psychic research chief for black ghost um so we see that uh gamo has like a a black phantom ship Mm -hmm. that is their main base of operation it has the tech to sustain the psychics um we see that Gamow lost funding due to a lack of visible progress, and Black Ghost shifted their focus to the then-successful Cyborg Project.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Gamow gave Ivan to the Cyborg scientists in order to keep his funding going. Um, and then things played out like we saw. Gamow left after Ivan's powers first manifested. Uh, but Gammo does still want to prove to Black Ghost that his psychic project is worth it. Um, So we get like a a brief glimpse of the future. I think when Lena is in her tube, we see some desolate post-apocalyptic landscape, um, and Lena wonders why she keeps seeing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Back at the bungalow, the group is keeping a lookout, but 004 wants to lure the psychic assassins out Mm -hmm. because they'll probably be able to find them anyway but they could at least try to fight them on their terms. Yeah.
1: And then the other... The psychics are, like, reconvening, and Lena remembers that Phil was her brother, but he doesn't remember that she's her his sister.
0: Well, I don't, I don't know if it's confirmed that... Well, they're... she,
1: like, has a connection with him. Yeah,
0: yeah, but we don't... I don't think we ever get confirmation that they're blood-related. Mm-hmm. It's just that Lena probably had a brother mm-hmm. in the past, and then... Um, She She acted as, like, a surrogate sister. Yeah, and they both kind of... It's clearly, like, a brother-sister relationship. Mm. Um, And if that's wrong, I don't know. The raccoons will correct me, but... Mm. um, It's definitely, like, Lena is is more of a... a, a, Not doting, but a supportive figure, Mm -hmm. and Phil is, like a hot-headed youngster who's like, I don't need any yeah. sister telling me this, and he, he storms out briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Kane is is asked about it, he doesn't approve. He doesn't approve of, like, seeing this group as a family. He just wants to focus on the mission yeah. and, you know, fo- getting whatever Gammo wants done. Mm-hmm.
1: And Gammo names May as the one to take care of these cyborgs. Yes.
0: Uh, the plan is to use uh, M- uh, Mai's um, sync warp ability, uh, to basically eliminate all of the cyborgs at once except for 001 and send them into a place that is separate from time and space called the Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is apparently. Dance a... Magic
1: Dance Labyrinth? Or. Oh. <laughs> Put that. David Bowie yeah, Labyrinth? I... Oh. <laughs>
0: yeah. you'll, you'll have to. You remind yeah.
1: me of the babe. Oh, Oh, we're lost oh. on this podcast. We didn't even respond. What audience? I uh, and I'm giving Dan dinos for
0: this. I'm getting sweats. Um, <laughs> so he, uh, yeah. So they're they're pretty much. This is some kind of hellscape that the human mind cannot <laughs> comprehend. The shadow realm. Yes, yeah. quite literally. Um, you know, and once you're sent there, you're pretty much removed again from time and space. You can't comprehend anything. And presumably it is not pleasant. Yeah. So, um... And it is important because they've had contact with this place. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gamo does the uh, the thing that I do frequently, uh, where he doesn't remember the labyrinth, but he's like, Oh, yes, the, <laughs> uh, Mai, do you want to <laughs> explain that for them? Yeah. I know what <laughs> it is. is. Of course. Um, and, but both Mai and Lena kind of get that sense from him and you know Lena brings up to Mai like you know do you think that Gamo did something to our memories so like where does this like these weird bits of knowledge and visions come from mm-hmm. if we didn't have lives before this um 003 like they're they're flying <laughs> presumably back I think to the area of of St Petersburg to try to f- track them down
2: mm-hmm.
0: and 003 gets a sense of deja vu uh, any piece that they create is always interrupted, um, but 009 reassures her that they have made progress, <laughs> and they have to believe that the future will be better.
1: Well, he quotes jour- Journey's Don't Stop Believing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, uh, He does that... Hold f- on to that yeah. feeling. Yeah, he does that, like, twice in this yeah. story. So, again, maybe he's been taking in media since he, mm. you know... I'm worried he's hanging out with 002 too much.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um... <laughs> So while they're flying, the dolphin is pulled down by psychokinesis. It uh, is, is pulled down into kind of a controlled landing onto this desolate island in the, the middle of the ocean. Um, we get a we get a brief scuffle where Phil bites 002's nose. Um, well,
1: first 002 goes, you ain't got no bite. Ow! Yeah.
0: My <laughs> nose! But overall, they are fighting smarter yeah. this time. Like, they're taking advantage... Like, Zero, zero, 009 and 7 are... like they have 7 pretend to be 9 briefly to Doesn't throw Doesn't transform off Kane. the
2: face though. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it,
0: it's just enough to gain an advantage. Well,
1: my favorite move is zero, zero, 008 just throwing the gun at, <laughs>
0: at <Yeah>. Phil. <laughs> Which is also because Phil he knew that he was going to use Kinesis to to blow up the gun, yeah. so he throws the gun to create a distraction because Phil had already initiated that. Mm-hmm. But so again, they're they're fighting better, they're using much more teamwork than they would have at the beginning of the series, yeah. at least. So you know they're they're, they're fighting smarter. I
1: made an uh, smarter <laughs> smarter.
0: <laughs> I I made an app comparison
1: that the psychics are fighting for glory and the cyborgs are fighting for everyone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh.
0: Yeah, that upsets so many people. <laughs> well, then
1: I can take it. <laughs> they're big boys and girls
0: <laughs> it's a game of skill yeah. uh, um, so uh, the the plan on the mutant warrior side <laughs> is to lure all of the cyborgs together again save for the baby uh, get their thoughts synchronized yeah. and then Mai will send them all to the labyrinth at the same like that's how it needs to work that's now in
1: explaining p- it it doesn't sound like a very good plan <laughs> Because you have to get them thinking about the exact same thing, apparently. Well, and they
0: do. It it, it can be a... Fl- they're that easy to fool. Well, because we're running on anime time, so it's like... If you get them to think about something for a fleeting moment, yeah. which they do, then that's enough to, to sink minds and then send them. them... into the Shadow Realm. So, um, you know, uh, they're, they're fighting. Uh, they, they kind of approach them all, and, and 009 asks for a truce, but is denied... And, you know, uh, 001 kind of senses what the mutant warriors are trying to do. But doesn't warns... say anything. Well, he says it to Nine. He's yeah. like, use your accelerator. They can't lock on to you if you're doing that. Mm-hmm. So the, the mutant warriors break off to chase 009. Uh, Mai just says, you know, it, it doesn't really matter if he's not with them. I can just send him to the Shadow Realm yeah. by himself. Uh, they get into a tussle on the beach. The locket falls out, and that is enough to kind of synchronize 009 and Lena's thoughts yeah. together. So uh, Mai uses her technique, and because uh, Lena and 009 are synced, adding into the fact that Phil and Kane are kind of creating distractions for her, mm-hmm. she does not. She, she inadvertently sends them both away, but not to the labyrinth. Yeah. She doesn't know where they end up because the process was interrupted. Yeah.
1: And the locket is left behind on the beach. Yes. And... As they teleport out of there because Phil's injured again.
0: Yeah. Again, for pushing himself too hard. Yeah. Which is a recurring and thing. And then
1: the other cyborgs show up and go, where is Joe? Joe! Yeah, Joe!
0: Um, but where have, where have they gone? <laughs> we'll have to stay tuned and find out. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where
1: did you come from, Cyborg009Joe? I would
0: have been married a long time ago. But... <laughs> Alas. Uh, so we come to 0041, Future Fury. Uh, yeah, there's no joke. That's, that is that. So wrote <laughs> that Future Fury. <laughs> uh, 009 and Lena have been sent away. Phil has collapsed again, and Jet finds the locket. Um, they they kind of reconvene at the beach bungalow, and they're sitting there kind of musing about time travel theories, like, well, in theory, if you did this, you could push through the boundary. <laughs> and for once, 003 gets frustrated, and she's yeah. like, enough. Like, yeah. we don't need to sit here talking about time travel. We need to figure out how to save Joe. Mm. And I like... It's like the one of the few times she's done that, like, where she's just like, enough shit. Yeah. We need to think about what we're doing here. Um, and then, uh, you know... 009 and Lena, meanwhile, have seemingly been sent to that bad future. Mm -hmm. Um, They discuss the medallion that Nine had found that triggered her memory, and Lena partially remembers someone named Nicholas.
1: Crying. And she's, like, physically attacking Joe. Yeah. Like, while doing it, but Joe's standing up and piecing together this mystery. Trying to explain
0: um but their 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 discussion/fight is interrupted by a huge explosion <laughs> in the center of this city area. Mm-hmm. Uh meanwhile on the beach oh, we, we this scene was not needed. No, it wasn't. Uh, we get 002 and 003. <sighs> uh well 003 is trying to reflect on her own for a bit to process what's going on. 2 comes out to try to cheer her up, I guess, uh... because they have like the his whole complex is Presumably he likes her, but she's with Joe. Yeah, technically. Um, Tries to shoot like, a shot, Dan. Well, I thought I could cheer, yeah, but I just ended up putting my foot. In me. He says something like that. Yeah. Um, and three is just like, you know, I just need to think about this by myself. What
1: we don't like when you go off on your own. It makes Josh feel bad. Yeah, like don't a child you think about like, us? <laughs> like, um, Joe's in a different time period. You're right here. I think my priorities are a okay.
2: You know, shit.
0: <laughs> so, so they're, uh, you know, Lena and 009 are, are, in the future. They, f- like, 009 finally clarifies that the locket was with Nichols, and Nicholas was, was killed using psychokinesis. He was strangled <laughs> by an unseen presence.
1: Now, Dad, if you're offered the choice between my or a guy named Kane in killing someone that you held dear, who he treated as a brother... Who do you think would have done that? Well, Kane seems a little sus. Yeah, so well, you uh, know, there's that biblical story of Cain killing his brother.
0: Yeah. But we don't know if any of them have read the Bible. So. Uh, <laughs> Maybe Jet. Yeah. In his, his, his upbringing. Has. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they're they're just like, uh, you know, Lena is is having a hard time coming to terms with this. It had to have been one of her fellow mutant warriors. She doesn't suspect Phil though. No. Uh. Well, he would shrivel up. Yeah, he doesn't have the energy. He would, he would become a raisin <laughs> if that happened. So, um, but uh, you know they're they're fighting, and they, uh, I think Phil and, and Mai have a, a convo on in like this dock yeah. area where they're like you know if everyone's thoughts are unified, that gives me an idea. But Cain is is sitting off to the side, like glowering at them, like. Hm. They're doing what I expected.
1: And Mai says that, like, if they gather enough people, maybe they can find her and, like, bring her back. But yeah. they need to focus on, like, one specific moment just to track her down. And then she goes, hmm, we need more people. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. And what is she planning? Mm.
0: But Phil is, he expresses concern about Lena, and he's like, I yeah. shouldn't have been so mean to her yeah. before this happened. Um, you know, back in the future, uh. <laughs> Lena is clarifying some things about the state of the the world Mm -hmm. Uh, seemingly Black Ghost is um, responsible for what has happened here uh, all they've ever known is warfare. Mm-hmm. Presumably their psychic powers developed as a mutation yep. to survive in this new world. And they
1: t- discovered a journal containing the word peace and historical events.
0: Yes. Wanting to
1: go back and change those events. Yes. To keep this future from happening.
0: And I guess they, they met Mai and Kane at a later point and used Mai's sync warp power to travel back. To do the time warp again. But, uh, but Lena and Nicholas were indeed in love. Um, hey, watch it. He was. He watched my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that works. Yeah. Um, so uh, they sought Gamo out in the past because
1: they made a whoopsie and stopped in the labyrinth for a bit. Yes, yeah.
0: uh, f- the four of them did. Yeah, Nicholas, not Nicholas. Nicholas got separated from them in the time stream before they hit the labyrinth, <laughs> and the labyrinth is seemingly causing their rapid aging. Uh, aging. And they
1: read about Gamo's
0: psychic research and figured he could restore us yeah um if he moisturized them you know if he knows what's going on with how our power
1: Gammo's like if you came to rob me i've got no money out (laughs) i did
0: what (laughs) come in yeah Gammo seems more than willing to uh to help (laughs) um but he restored them enhanced their psychic powers, and then erased their memories. Mm-hmm. But they did not have any say, obviously, in that last part. Yeah. Gamo just did that himself. Um, you know, so Black Ghost has caused this bad future. Joe is pissed about this revelation, thinking that no matter what they do in the present, they will have failed in their mission to mm-hmm. create
1: peace. And robots slash sweepers are causing a ruckus in the future. Yeah,
0: hunting down survivors. Yep. Um,
1: a man is killed. Joe arrives at the last second. Yeah. To try and spare this one man of the future.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Oh, Phil of the future. That's what I keep yeah, thinking. That's of, yeah, that's what I always
1: thought of whenever Phil comes up.
0: Um, so, back in the present... Zero zero three, uh, Mai and Phil propose an alliance to save zero <laughs> zero nine and Lena. Um, you know, in the future, Joe is fighting very aggressive, more aggressively than we've yeah. seen him fight. He's, He's just using his speed and and just just taking them out effortlessly, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, and he is, you know, obviously despairing because no matter what he does, the fight goes on and on. Mm-hmm. So another, it just goes on
1: and on and on and again, on. Again, it has to be Strangers. intentional
0: because he completes it later, so it has to be intentional. <sighs> um So then uh, we come to zero zero four two. Am I like, correct? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. To to tomorrow. hmm Um. No, no. No. Yes.
1: Isn't it? We did three episodes.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, we're already there. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, episode 42 to tomorrow. This, so, uh, they have a beach convo with Mai, <laughs> where she explains that they all have to mentally focus on finding Joe, and she should be able to send them to that future.
1: I'm going to think of that time Joe put that little girl in danger. Yeah. And yep. then just set her on a swing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to think about.
0: Um, but they, uh, but but 002 is... is causing problems. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, I'm not going to think about Dan. What do you think I am? <laughs> yeah. And, and then uh, again, eight comes in with, you should get your paranoids removed. <laughs> I, there's always something in these episodes. Um, and uh, Mai is confident that Lena would be able to get them yeah. back with their combined power. Mm-hmm. So she is going to stay back. With but them. I'm
1: not going to send Dr. Gilmore and the baby for some reason.
0: Well, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, know why, but I, I'm i assuming that Gilmore's old man body couldn't handle well, time travel. Leave but. Gilmore here and send the baby. So who's going to protect Gilmore
1: then? Who cares? No. <laughs> He's an old man. What?
0: Um, so, you know, they uh, they start the teleportation process. 009 hears them and the synchro warp is successful. Uh, Gammo and Kane show up in the Black, Black Phantom, Phantom and uh, off-screen kidnap the baby and <laughs> yeah. uh, Dr. Gilmore. Gilmore and seemingly incapacitate Mai mm-hmm. for betraying them. Yeah. Um, the cyborgs all reunite. Uh, 003 gives Lena the pendant mm-hmm. as like a keepsake.
1: And she says, this will help me a great deal.
0: Yeah, because uh, it's an, yet another link yeah. to the
1: it's Probably sentimental and technology and stuff. It's just, yeah. you know, helps with the memory. Yeah. That's what I thought.
0: Um, but they also, Lena also wants them to move <laughs> to this temporal portal, mm-hmm. which as far as yeah. we can tell is just, it's an area that remains consistent throughout history. So it's, the it's the plot place convenient to,
1: area where the base also is. So they don't have to travel there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's some, it's a significant yeah. spot where they, mm-hmm. it's safe to use time travel, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Zero,
1: wait, I put down zero, zero. They're fighting against the sweepers, zero, zero, two, and zero, zero, four team up in, like, a skydive attack.
0: Oh, yeah, Yeah. that was some good action for, like, well-animated action for two and four.
1: And they're all like, all right, we're here. We have to think about one thing in common. And
0: I'm like, think about zero, zero, one. We're gonna think about Dr. Gilmore. He's dead. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, they do... They do start to think about Gilmore, but zero zero nine this time is the one causing problems <laughs> you because have such doubts. Zero zero nine. Well, yeah, and, and nine is like you know, do we go back to that time? Even though everything we do here or then is was meaningless. And five, as always, the best brings the wisdom, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, you're you're you got the nature of the future wrong. We can always change our destiny, like you know,
1: we're working on a different future. Yeah,
0: like mm-hmm. like this just because one timeline led to this, we can work on building a new one. Mm-hmm. Again, as always. <laughs> the best. The voice of reason.
1: Yep. Um, um, in the present, Ivan is asleep with Dr. Gamo. Yeah, You know, like, this is my son, and Gilmore and him are having, like, a kerfuffle where it's like, you didn't love your son, and then Gamow slaps Gilmore across yeah. the face.
0: And he, and he calls him out, and I'm like, yeah. well, you were doing yeah. it in the name of science. But I like, treat them
1: like children. Yeah, but they're my family yeah. now. Yeah.
0: And you know, I, I, I came up with an escape plan when <laughs> I realized what was happening. <laughs> yeah. um, but, uh, but yeah, so Gilmore is captured, as is the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, the synchro warp is yet again successful and the cyborgs re-emerge in an icy region right near the Black Phantom which does we clown but it makes sense because that's where Gilmore is so yeah. um, so they uh, you know Gamo orders Kane to attack and go all out he's mm-hmm. gonna unleash his rage um, Kane you know basically reveals his true motivations. Uh, Nicholas made it to the present after they did, mm-hmm. without the side effects from hitting the labyrinth, uh, and Gamo ordered Cain to eliminate him because he could not be controlled. Yeah. Um, and Kane, who had already regained his memories by then, mm-hmm. did it because he enjoys using his new powers in this new world. And he
1: was disgusted of the time he saw or learned about with, like, mankind yeah. fighting for no reason.
0: And but the power also thrilled him. Yeah, and it's and it's 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 like an interesting take because it's not the usual Lysander I'm going to make things beautiful yeah. and peaceful. He it's, just wants to fuck things up for the fun of it. Yeah, he just enjoys the, you know, the challenge of it. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, so Kane killed uh, Nicholas and mm-hmm. you Lee know, gets upset. 009 tries fighting him again, but Kane exploits a weakness that he found out about by reading Gilmore's mind. Pretty much if, if any kind of, uh, if any part of 009's body is broken, or like, you know, like a human dislocating yeah. a limb, then he automatically shuts down, to presumably to prevent shock, mm-hmm. I guess. 009 also pulls out a sonic roll here. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he does the spin dash. Yeah. <laughs> we need the gift with... <laughs> um, and just, you know, horrified by everything that's happened, Lena yeah. runs up to Kane with the locket. And sync warps like herself and Cain uh, into an unknown point. Yep. They're they're gone.
2: They're gone.
0: Um, Phil senses that that Lena is now gone, and inside his tube starts going berserk mm-hmm. and basically kills himself
2: mm-hmm.
0: in order to destroy the the Black Phantom ship. Yeah. Uh, and I think he briefly like gives gamo like, like a, a heart, heart attack thing yeah. a murmur so or something gamo probably would have died yeah. anyway um Pulls a carry but you know zero zero one wakes up we get the tidbit finally that <laughs> gamo was trying to save but I, no it yeah. doesn't it doesn't it doesn't just yeah. it's, it's forgive more, me son and then
1: zero the it's like you tried your best yeah and, and then we, just
0: bubbles them out <laughs> yeah and he well he bubbles yeah. Gilmore and Mai yeah. and himself out and That's leaves Gammo to die in the explosion <laughs> um you know Mai is still uh, living briefly yeah I was like oh Mai cuts off scot-free cool love that but no no uh, she uh, she explains that it was Gilmore's journal yeah. that yep. inspired their trip to the past to try to make uh, a brighter future and you would
1: have known this too audience if you would have read the first name on that journal
0: yeah <laughs> Um but uh my starts fading away <laughs> yeah. because back really to chill the chill about it like yeah. oh well well cuz back to the future rules she starts going transparent mm-hmm. and she's like you know see you can change the future yeah. you've already changed the future so it it is it is not dbz rules mm-hmm. they can alter the time stream um and, and then
1: dr gilmore's like go further back into the past you'll be safe there which is not how that's That's kingdom, he, that's kingdom hearts logic right there
0: he's playing <laughs> that game that's how it works there in case anyone here ever tries yeah. it you cannot that does unless not unless
1: a form of yourself exists back there then you can yeah <laughs>
0: um but uh, but only for a
1: short while and you'll forget about it as soon as you come back it's, it's all it so doesn't make
0: any sense you gotta be you gotta have a degree in Whoa. astrophysics to. I'm telling you play that where's my spot at nasa so uh and then gilmore is like you know ivan perhaps gamo did love you in some degree and ivan's like i think you're right and but we end on the note (laughs) that despite black ghost being out there the future can be changed and they can they do have some hope in the fight against black ghost Mm -hmm. and that brings us to a close we did it
1: we did it. Another episode in the bank. Yeah. I enjoyed these, like I said. I thought it was like a little mini-movie. They flowed well together. It wasn't too much. There was yep. enough action and suspense going on. It was good time travel. Good fundamentals. Yes. I thoroughly enjoyed
0: them. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I thought this was a great four-parter here. Mm-hmm. Um, The only thing close to a nitpick that I would have is that, once again, the dynamic is similar to the Greek gods. Like, there's... A sibling-like relationship. But I I understand why they do it to to create parallels and everything. But again, it was a, you know, the sister is a voice of reason who, you know, does the most talking and then the other ones suffer the consequences Mm -hmm. of the big bad doing what they're doing. I oddly
1: think they were, like, more or better well done than the whole Greek gods, too. Yeah. They, like, got more to do. They did.
0: And and Cain gets more motivation than we you know be chaotic as it is he gets more motivation than I think any of the the Greek gods did mm-hmm. so he I mean he's like a like a Jokerish type figure but yeah. he's you know he's interesting again I probably probably some of my my fav little yeah. batch of episodes I think it's
1: my favorite that's like gone together as like a four parter yeah. definitely
0: yeah hmm. so interesting. But uh, but we do have another four-parter approaching. Oh, I, I believe it's a four-parter.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: going to be uh, entering the Yomi kingdom, I believe.
1: <laughs> oh, that sounds dumb. <laughs> uh, just you wait. <laughs> it sounds like a dang Dino One Piece arc that Dan wanted. <laughs> But it
0: is much more serious than that. So oh,
1: okay, well, yeah. Hopefully, I'll be there for that. Yeah. Um, before we go, is there anywhere that our audience can find us on social media? Because we are taking next week off. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, but we will be back. Yes, we will. We always return. Yeah. Um, but you can follow me at King underscore Danis on Instagram, as well as our adjacent Anime Was Not a Mistake podcast Instagram account. And our Facebook page.
1: Mm, and you can follow me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, at Losing My Mind, JK on Instagram, Drink and read JK on Twitter, follow my other podcast, Nightcaps at the Theater, Film, Drinking Fun, apparently coming back soon.
2: <laughs>
1: and my other podcast that's finished for the moment, Drink and Read, where I read War and Peace, if you're interested in that. Mm-hmm. But uh, as Dan has pointed out, next time I get my comeuppance, <laughs> I force Dan <laughs> to eat crow, and now I'll have to eat dino. <laughs> in a prehistoric moment on this podcast, I will be discussing dinos.
2: Yeah, but I don't like <laughs> dinosaurs.
0: Well, I, they're they're just the tip of the iceberg, so I think mm. when you get into it, it it's... uh. This next batch is certainly not skippable, so yeah. I don't want to spoil anything for you, but there's a lot to unpack yeah. coming. So This
1: one's going to be bad, but I'm going to try to be paleozo-heroic and
0: <laughs> take <sighs> You're a dino dud. Uh-huh. Well, see you then. <laughs> Goodbye! My bones. <laughs>
1: However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at AnimeWasNotAMistakePodcast or on Facebook at AnimeWasNotAMistakePod. We promise to go happy's on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to-be-continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara.